I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey, and with me, as always, is the Jules Winfield to my Vincent Vega. Nice. Ryan Kloss. Hmm. I don't know if I've used that one before. I don't getting think you up have. in the Yeah, I don't think I have either. But I kind of get the feeling like that's the that's the pair that we're gonna be today. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to. I just always decide whether you're right or not after the fact. I think you're probably right. As much as little as I am in any way like Samuel Jackson or Jules, but like, well, I think we're all. I, I think like I'm, I'm more likely to get to the point where I will strike someone down with righteous fury. And talk about a hamburger, how delicious it is. Yeah, no, that's very true. Well, I mean, I mean it's fair we can go into spoiler territory. It's been out for over 20 years, so I, I think you're also it's way it's more... barely a spoiler. It's like saying a half-line of dialogue and a very minor thing that's been shown everywhere in the world. I was, it's, I was it's, not a, say... it's not a major plot point. It's not a major turning point. It's like, it's a scene. It's but... a scene. I was I was gonna say something that you and you would be uh, this is a real pulp fiction spoiler. You would definitely be the person to shoot someone in the face accidentally. Yeah, that's true. That's. <laughs> I mean, realistically, yeah. it would be me because you've handled a gun in your in the past, but like, you don't be so casual with it at this point, which is clearly not the actual case that you might accidentally shoot someone in the face. If I was really okay well now i feel like we're, we're we're going too much into what this podcast is about but yeah if i was a little bit angry and a little bit like worked up i'm very very careful with guns yeah. I, I i i like guns i guess you could say um but i mean i learned we learned i don't know i mean i don't even know that she even say about how we we learned today about how you would 2000- never have pointed a gun just casually at someone's face yeah no that would no, never I happen would, i would no, I, you never point a gun at anything unless you are like a, 110% sure you want it to be not existing anymore. Like you want to blow it to pieces. Like yeah. that's pretty much how it works. We, I was going to say that earlier today, you and I learned that uh, oh, 2015 oh, is the year when more people are going to die from guns than car accidents in oh. America. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, like, oh. That's next episode. That's next episode. But we'll, we'll talk about that uh, next time. So, what we're talking about this time is back in episode 52, 51, I think it was, 52, I want to say, I brought up an argument to you, was that maybe we should spend more time on social media sharing what's actually going on with us and, and getting help and helping others and trying to be better people, like using social media as a tool to, to better ourselves and better our society. And I feel like I probably agreed with you in broad strokes. You, you did. You did. But the thing is, is that agreeing with me is a lot different than actually doing anything about it. Yes. Because I said, like, the alternative, like, it seems like there's, like, like, either or to me, which is that you can sort of use social media to be a better person, or you can spend all day retweeting jokes and, uh, like, really put a lot of effort into trying trying to seem clever. (laughs) It's hard to do both. It is. Like, because people, like, I'm generally of the... Just be myself, say what's going on, occasional jokes. But like, if I try to be really clever, it just feels wrong in the rest of my tweets, which are very sincere and less like off the cuff, whatever's going on without much planning. But like, sometimes I'm like, I want to do something clever and fun. And like, it's either A, not as clever as I think it is, or B, which is just as likely. It's just like, it just doesn't, you don't, you don't interact with my tweets in that way. Like, I'm just talking to you guys. Like, I'm using it like a water cooler. 
for the most part. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's kind of what it was intended to be. One, one that's, that's what Leo called it years and years yeah. ago. It, it, it's very, I mean, now looking back, it, it's one of those things where I feel like everyone's so happy to rewrite history and say like, well, no, it was meant to be a revolutionary technology. No, that's bullshit. That, I've been on, we've, yeah. I, I think we've both been on Twitter long enough to have seen it turn from one thing to the other. Like it was supposed to be text messages. Like it was like it was supposed to be just another way to send text messages, essentially, which is why it was 140 characters. And then it became. I first I signed up before I learned. I thought of it in this way. I was like, "Ooh, it's this new thing." This was in 2007, I guess. Sounds about right. Um, and then I was listening to Twit back when I listened to Leo Laporte, and he talked called it the water cooler for people who work from home. And at the time, in 2007 or 8 at that point, that was sort of what it was. There wasn't, not everyone was on Twitter. Like, it was, it was a few people that were all sort of, had lots of time, because there weren't, like, not everyone had a smartphone with internet on it at that point. Lots of people did, but not everyone. It was still, that was still sort of nerd-centric. And so, like, it wasn't a thing, and I didn't have one at that time. I used it only on the laptop. But, like, then it was like, oh, okay, this is where I'm hanging out with other people, Shooting the shit. I was like, that works. I get that. And now it's... Fuck, now it's Twitter. Like, everyone knows what Twitter is now. (laughs) Yeah, but everyone knows what Twitter is, but we still have to keep in mind that it's like uh, online adults... I I don't want to say Americans, because I don't think that's what is covered, because it was Pew Research not too long ago did a a study on this, and they said that it was about uh, one in four. One in four adults use Twitter. I'm assuming by adults they mean over 18, because that's usually what it means, but... Yeah, I mean and that's the technical definition. Yeah, yeah. But At least we in all, we all know that. Yeah, we all know that eighteen is not adult. We we all know that like thirty, what thirty four is not adult. I don't know. At what point? I think I'm an adult. That's a whole different. I think I'm an adult. I think I've been an adult for a while now, but I definitely was not at eighteen. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So one in four people, and if one in four people are using this technology, this 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 thing, Do, did it say how regularly? No, it didn't, and that's okay, another thing that's too. Bullshit. They, yeah, they didn't. They didn't specify. Well, but I'm saying it's not a lot of people, and the people that are on Twitter, I think the heavy users of Twitter are very. I don't want to say up their own ass, but I mean it's uh, as a heavy user of Twitter, it's one of those things of where you can definitely look at it and go, "Oh, this is what people are talking about today." Um, yesterday, in particular, I had dinner with my. Uh, I had dinner with two friends, uh, lady friend and Tim friend. And we were talking like about how Tim's how, own, Tim has his own gender. Tim is his own fucking thing. Yeah, uh, so ladies, we, gentlemen, and Tim's. <laughs> you should know Tim is Tim's this whole special category. I'm totally done with that. I'm fine with that classification. That's how Tim identifies. So I, yeah, at dinner I was kind of like, "Hey, uh, did what did you guys think about the stock exchange yesterday? Because the New York Stock Exchange." Uh, had problems for about three hours, and yeah. they kind of both look at me like, "Huh, what? Like, what do you?" I was like, "Well, what do you? You know, what was everyone?" Because I mean, on Twitter, people were freaking out because the Wall Street Journal was down, the stock exchange was down, United was, was down, United was down. Like, there shit, was traffic was... problems in uh, in New York, like with the met with the, the transit system. There was all sorts of the, yeah, technical glitches happening at the same time, and people were getting a little scared. Yeah, the dissolve shutdown. Uh, that's another, <laughs> Just, another thing. Somehow related, but completely unrelated. <laughs> It was it was something I think that got people uneasy, and then all the rest of the shit happened. Everyone's like, "Oh, this has gone too far. This is like shit's popping off for real. Like, get get the gasoline, get the guns, like get get in the bunker. Like, this is this is." <laughs> Can it's you happening. please stop calling it gasoline? 
<laughs> no. So, yeah, I mean, and then I said, like, well, what was everyone talking about Brown by you? And they're like, oh, they found an alligator in a local river. And I was like, but what? Like, the fucking stock exchange. And they're like, yeah, but alligators. Like, that's, you know, not not that Tim or and Tim and Lady Friend were upset about that. But it's just like, that's what people were talking about. And that's the thing. Like, with Twitter, I get a very weird view of how things are... Like, I, get, I don't really get a good reflection of what's going on in the world. I get Twitter's idea of what's going on in the world, and that's not the real world. Well, neither is the alligator in the local... Like, that's very regional news. Yeah, it is. It, well, I mean... But, like, it, it, New York Stock Exchange going down is not regional news. The most regional news I've had lately is that on Monday, I woke up, and I was in such unbelievable pain that I thought I needed a root canal... Like, I thought I needed root canal surgery or some sort of, like, serious dental surgery... Uh, like, and of course, like everything dental surgery is super expensive, so I just started freaking out like crazy. Yeah, well, actually, that's not yeah. fair in Canada. It's pretty expensive. It's not dental is not covered with our universal health care. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Dentist, but dentist is enough to scare anybody. I mean, my my dentist is pretty okay, but for the most part, it's like if you got to go to the dentist and you don't have anything planned, you know, like me, you don't have dental insurance. It's like it's enough to to be a problem. So I was I was freaking out, and. Uh, my mom, like we've we've talked enough about my parents on this show that anybody listens to this regularly kind of know that they are unconventional to say the least, and and so they're the type of people that would say like you know oh you're in pain you know maybe not be uh, such a pussy about it or something like that. Like, no, not my more my dad, not my mom. Yeah. My, my dad is very much into like standard you know issue uh, what's on the ten masculinity. I my mom saw me on Monday. And I was in such pain that she forced me to go to the dentist on Tuesday. And so I go to the dentist and it all turns out that my TMJ problems are back because I have TMJ, which is from uh, clenching your jaw or grinding your teeth or whatever it is with your teeth. It's I've been grinding my back teeth so much and clenching my jaw so much that I'm causing myself ridiculous amounts of pain because I also, I guess, have a sinus infection and it's pressing down on my teeth. And like then to, I'm pressing you're, my you're grinding your teeth so they've worn down to like exposed nerves or no no like... no 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 no, no. That's, that's what I, like so far when I've said this to everyone they're like you holy shit you really and I was like no no I haven't ground I haven't it's not that I'm grinding down my teeth it's that I'm just grinding my teeth and clenching my jaw so much so that there's a lot of tension and stress okay. in my jaw and then my sinus is pushing down sinuses sinus I don't, I don't whichever it is uh is pushing I, I don't want to say sinai but like. <laughs> I think it's sinuses. Swollen. I think, sinus. I think it's just sinuses. Yeah. Basically, everything's all jammed up in there, and not surprisingly, all the result is. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, unpleasant. Uh, it's unpleasant, and it really hurts. And and so uh, the doctor is going over everything, and he's looking at my X-ray because they did an X-ray because they're like they you know because they thought the same thing. They're like, ah, oh, you probably have a cavity or something. And they look at it like, no, your teeth are fine. Like, you've been brushing and flossing. Like, you're doing good, buddy. And I was like, yeah, thank you. And they're like, oh, but your shit's fucked up. Like, what do you mean? You know, like, well, we got a worksheet here. And he pulls out a worksheet. And, and he's like, there's a 12, there's a 12 point worksheet that says, like, why you're in pain right now. And he goes over it with me and he points it out. And I'm doing all 12 things wrong. And that's why I have TMJ problems. <laughs> and that brings me to my point, which is that uh, there's nothing on social media and there's no app on my phone. And there's nothing to do with the internet that can take my pain away. I Googled no. it, and the internet recommends that I do psychedelic mushrooms. And and, and then you shut down and open your Tor browser. And... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but even even if I was in the position to do large amounts of psychedelic mushrooms, it's still one of those things of where at some point I would have to stop doing mushrooms and come yeah, back yeah. to reality, and and that's the issue. Like it's no amount of upvotes. Although or likes I think the concept or, of the mushrooms would be that it would permanently rejigger your brain so you don't clench. In theory, well, the idea with other people is that if if you if you get the sheet if you get the worksheet and they and they say like here's the twelve things and you're doing maybe four of them wrong the idea is you just cut out doing those four sure. things and maybe take some mushrooms and you'll be <laughs> you know right as rain with me I'm doing all twelve things wrong like there's no amount of like anything on the internet there's no amount of so money like what what can, can you do mind. I mean I know this isn't part of your topic of the thing what can you do to solve this issue okay well that's so far I, I've step one I've got the worksheet. Uh, step two, I have to stay present and oh, and relax. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, great, but like, it's just weird that a dentist is using the verbiage of like, you should stay present. Like, the, it's well, like dentists are like, clean, floss. I'll rip that tooth out of your head. Not like you should be present. You should take deep breaths and relax before bed. Like all the, like you should maybe wear. I don't know if you should wear a mouth guard. That's one of the things. I like all these things are like. It seems like the be present is not something a dentist should ever tell me. You can you can wear a mouth guard. That it would be something that would help. That is one thing that would help. That they said that that is a possibility. But the problem is, is that I'm I'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't make me seem like the worst person that's right. ever existed in the history of everything. Yeah, I'm I, I'm clenching my teeth all day long. I'm yeah. constantly clenching my teeth. I'm in a position of where a a medical professional is telling me that I need to read this damn worksheet and I need to relax and I need to stay present. And the reason why he said stay present was because he pointed out that when either I kind of lose track of what's going on, that's when I start grinding my teeth. It's not like one of those things of like, like the stress is a trigger and I start grinding my teeth and I'm not aware of it. Cause he's like, you would be, you should be extremely aware if you're, if you're clenching your teeth when you're awake, cause your whole jaw is going to clench up. Like it's going to, it's going to like you're clenching up your jaw to the point of where it's going to hurt. And he's like, if you're not aware of the fact that you're hurting yourself, like, you need to fucking figure that out. Like, you need to, like, in essence, you need to stay present. Yeah. yeah. And, just, and so basically just be aware that you are clenching. You be aware that you're clenching. Be aware of what your triggers are. Uh, and whenever this happens, breathe deeply and move, like, purse your lips and, and unclench your jaw and let your jaw drop. And and that's a thing. And then he's like, oh, and then by the way, cut back on caffeine and a bunch of other things. Which yeah. and like everything all involved is like I'm way. It's way more likely that I'm going to be in pain for the rest of my life than do any of these things. You can smoke pot instead. No, I, I looked it up on the internet. They said they don't recommend it. Really? So yeah, yep. I didn't. I didn't have the balls to ask him because I don't have. I because I, I. I, I would, mean, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I can see how mushrooms would check off many more of the things in the list. But if you don't want to be tripping all the time, like I yeah. feel like pot would probably cross a few of those things off the list. It it might. I mean, I I, I I'm going off of I googled a bunch of things, yeah. and and this is like so far because he's like you know the obvious. He said the obvious things where he's like you know get an ice pack, ice it, sure. um, do whatever and you can to shrink your sinuses. Obviously, that depends um, on if you get paranoid or not. If you get paranoid, that would be a bad making more don't. stressed. I don't. I don't okay. get paranoid, so yeah, I'm okay. I think I would be okay, but. I know that I would. I'm not in the position to do that particular course of. Sure. Like, no, I, I understand. I told, I'm, I'm mostly joking. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know you're joking, yeah. but I, I, I believe 
I believe pretty. I think we both believe pretty heavily in medicinal marijuana. Oh, hundred like, percent. I, I believe hundred yeah. percent in recreational marijuana. Like it's not like yeah, <laughs> like it should be hundred percent legal. But if it's not, there are absolutely perfectly valid reasons to use pot medicinally, and be a functional member of society in doing so. And, and the they've thing. just changed in Canada. You can have edibles, I think, because used Wait. to only be you only had to, it had to be like just straight up pot. You can buy pre done edibles. Pardon? Pot's illegal in Quebec? Not legal. I meant for medicinal purposes. Oh. For medicinal purposes, you could only buy actual pot. And then not like pre, because they could see, they could test to see how strong it is and all that stuff. And you can't really test every single baked goodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they've only recently changed it because you know what? Everyone wants to smoke pot. Obviously, yeah. Like lots of people, there's lots of like it's not the best way to in to get the medicinal properties of marijuana is not the best. The best way to do that is not smoking it. But like, it's just one of the more fun and cool ways to do it. I don't even know. Like, I've only had I've I've technically had edibles once. Devin left me a cookie when he was in town. Devin last name redacted. This is this is yeah. I'm not gonna maybe I won't say his name. Yeah. But like friend of the show, um, from out west in Canada. And, uh, but like, I didn't, I never felt any different when I ate it. Like, even after, I know it takes longer. I've, 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 I've know it takes a while, but like, I never really felt like super high from it. So I was like, oh, maybe it was just, it died. It was sitting there for too long. Maybe my tolerance is too high. I have no idea. Anyway, I would, I would definitely, if I was in the same time and place as you, and in theory, this was legal, I would definitely, definitely try edibles with you. Oh, we can, we can make that happen. That's, yeah, like I said, you know, you'll you'll be in town at some point. I could, we could, I can get more than enough. Well, to... oh, but it's not legal there, Ryan. Fuck, That's fuck why if I'm I care. Like, no one cares in Montreal. Like, it doesn't doesn't matter. I don't. I don't need to be stopped. At the I was border. in Colorado this weekend, smoking all over the place. No one cared. I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to be stopped at the border by the one of the forty people who listen to Internet Boyfriends. Just happens to work at customs. Like, <laughs> listen, schmucko, I know what you're doing. Like, uh, okay, yeah. wink. Joey's not going to do anything while it's illegal in Montreal. <laughs> and I will not possibly bake a bunch. No, I won't even bake. I want. I won't possibly make some butter for Michelle to bake delicious, delicious brownies <laughs> for everyone to enjoy. Listen, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to reduce stress because I've been told by my dentist to be present. <laughs> Fair enough. I, and I've already, I've already mentally put myself in that position of where I'm, I'm getting aggravated with someone, and I just have to be like, listen, my dentist would approve of this i can't fucking you gotta gotta calm down everything's okay it's not uh, even yeah. orders. i have dentist orders i have dentist to orders to to be present <laughs> and he said and, and he was and like stay oh, off social media stay off social no no he didn't say he didn't say anything about social media i no but I'm realistically upset. realistically i should stay off social media yeah, it can definitely of, be a stressor it it could depending be depending on yeah. how you've cultivated your list but I think I think if anything lately, my frustration with social media is that I am just kind of pissed off that I see what everyone's using it for. I see what I'm using it for, and I just kind of feel like like I don't get it. I don't understand why we can't do better things. I mean, we're I think we're all operating under the myth that we're all running completely different software on truly unique hardware. That everyone <laughs> is a is a, is a special snowflake, and what works for you. Uh, is is not going to work for me because everything is special. But I don't think that. I think that what what works for you will probably work for me to some extent. I mean, because like deep breathing increases oxygen to the brain, and you know, like de scrunks your parasympathetic uh, nervous system. And I mean, 
like we're just we might be arguing over what mantra we're going to say to ourselves when we're getting into deep breathing but for the most part like breathing deeply and relaxing is going to help everyone yes. and that's the definition of relaxing like I, I know i know what can fix me i've got the worksheet i mean i got like step one is done i got the worksheet so like when i was sitting alone during lunch and crying in the second grade why did no one come over me and be like, hey, we just so happen to have a worksheet for that too. Do these 12 things and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And more importantly, if that's a possibility, why is it that when I go on social media, everyone's talking about everything that has nothing to do with work? Like, why are we not retweeting that worksheet? Like, why is it that... I don't know. I haven't seen you retweet it. I know, right? It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm now... I'm clenching my jaw because... And I'm, I'm causing more face pain I, because I one thing i'll say at least the people i follow on tumblr i get occasionally useful things on tumblr okay of like people like sharing different kinds of helplines like there's probably that text-based suicide prevention hotline yeah uh which i had never learned before tumblr like I, and it's the thing is like is twitter's worse like tumblr's one thing because it's just a matter of like that yeah, tumblr's a whole other thing but, yeah. like, the problem I found with Twitter is you end up ultimately gravitating towards a feed that is people that generally feel the same way as you. So when you have people that feel the same way as you but are also militant about things, like, yeah. you might get a little angry about someone saying tranny, but, like, if someone gets really angry with it, you have enough of those people in your feed that are get like, really angry about things that, like, you... They get angry, which makes everyone else angry, and your fleet, you get lots of a feed full of things that like would make you a little angry if it wasn't making everyone else really angry. So you get really angry in sort of like sympathy. You get sympathy anger. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that emotions are to some extent contagious. I mean, if yeah. you if you work with an asshole or if you're like if you're dating someone like me and I'm often depressed and anxious, that's going to rub off on you. Like that's going to be a problem. And that's mm -hmm. something that, you know, it needs to be discussed. I mean, that's something that's, it's important. It's important to set up boundaries to keep that from sort of sticking to you. So you don't really get somebody else's shit on your worksheet. You know, like if you, if you know it works for you, that's great. But I mean, then you have to kind of like, like so, sort of that like no plan survives first contact with the enemy type stuff. When I first started doing therapy things, I feel like the root of all the therapy stuff was like, all right, just relax. But more importantly, figure out what you can and cannot change and then relax. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that someone getting really angry about like, for example, to, to someone, someone saying the word tranny and another person getting really angry about that. I think that we might say, well, that's something you can't change. That person's going to keep saying tranny as long as they want because that's they're an independent person and that's just what it is and there's some people that feel like i mean and, and this well, I, that's I the thing that like marin said recently like if you're the guy that person that says like tranny and other things that are i'm, I'm sorry to say tranny over and over again but like words yeah. like that you're only gonna end up hanging out with people that say words like that yes and and and, and that... then their their own twitter feeds will be reinforced of people constantly saying slightly offensive without being super offensive things that are like, oh, and they're all complaining about public political correctness and going up like all their, their feed is all about people getting angry for that. And they're also getting angry about things that would necessarily get so angry about if it wasn't amplified in the echo chamber that is Twitter. Yeah. And like everyone, 
Yeah, and, and the super racists will follow people that are super racist or super, like, anti, like, anyway, people saying other words that we won't say on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But, like, and they're also, like, it all just amplifies and resonates. It's, it is really an echo chamber. And because everyone ultimately, like, if your feed, unless you're very careful at curating your feeds, like, it ends up being, it just constantly perpetuates and gets louder and louder. And you can't help but get upset about it, even though, like, realistically... If Amy Schumer said something a couple of years ago that was a joke on stage, who cares? Like, yeah, it's but, not something to get bent out of shape about. She shouldn't, shouldn't have to apologize for something from two years ago. But again, I think, I think it has to do with what we talked about a million times before, which is tribalism, which is that yeah, if you're yeah, part of the of tribe and you declare yourself as part of the tribe or you feel like you're part of the tribe and everyone's angry about something and you don't get as angry as everybody else does, then they kind of look at you like, what the fuck's your problem? Why are you not motivated like if you why, why isn't you your facebook avatar rainbow colored yeah exactly like this point I, i'm now leaving mine as the rainbow as long as i can to make everybody else uncomfortable because i care about gay rights way more than you do because i got the rainbow and you don't you ch- you changed your yours back because you gave i never turned loss. mine in the first place well yeah you never turned because i i, so I for, mainly because i didn't get as an easy way to change it like i didn't get like that notification that everyone else got on facebook saying Make your thing support gay rights. Click this that's, button. If I did, I probably would have clicked it. But that's because. Yeah, but I, since I, I didn't, did. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do it now. I'm like, I'm stuck in this position of like being anxious about. I didn't do it, but if I changed it, when should I change it back? And I, like, all that anxiety is something I don't need. I, I think I think it might just be like I know that Facebook already said like no this is not an experiment but, but it's one of those, I feel like maybe it's possibly it's one of those double blinds where someone's doing an experiment on the guy who's not running an experiment on Facebook just to see how long it takes someone to call their friend human garbage because it, it does it does feel like yeah like that's it, it's only a matter of time until you catch whatever's going around you know that there's exuberance about you know this uh rainbow thing going around you know because it's not about like the rainbow pictures are not about gay rights it's not you know voting and and doing something about it is about gay rights like that's you know or or donating to you know p flag or or you know it's like that caring about those things is about gay rights you know in the same way that i know we've i know that we keep saying another certain offense uh, we keep saying an, an offensive word here's another offensive word which is retard as we've yeah. said before it's like you know the difference between uh, retard and spastic in some places spastic is unbelievably offensive and retard is just like bad whatever whereas in america it's like you say spaz and people are just like yeah whatever it's a goofy word who knows yeah, what spaz never right? got the connotation of handicapped in north america yeah, but other places it definitely has that, yeah. and so it's a very contextual, you know, thing. And that's another, yet another. Whereas thing cunt that is okay in, in in Europe or at least in the UK, just and had here, to get it in there. <laughs> of course, I had to. And here, had to get it's, it in there. it's verboten. Like, you can't say that word. Yeah. And so, I, I guess now that you've now that you've gotten your you've elbowed your, elbowed your way through. <laughs> now that I've said country, move on with things. Which is that maybe the internet isn't the place to talk about at least social media where it's sort of un, an unmoderated fire hose that you're just spraying people with isn't the place to talk about depression and anxiety and tooth problems. But do you because, think this because people just don't want to talk about shit that's bothering them or because it's like, why do you think that is? I, or I why think, have you read that is? 
No, 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 no. This is no reading whatsoever. <laughs> this is simply you, you and me having a conversation. Yeah. I didn't, I did not prepare for this in the way that I usually do because I've been in a lot of pain. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's because it's much like a text, which is that it's like, a, or, or like a, like an auto caller type thing of where it's a push form of communication that's by design sort of a scattershot thing sure, because of okay. the way algorithms work. I mean, less so on Twitter, but even really on Twitter, it's still a scattershot thing because of time of day and feeds are moving quickly. You interrupt someone else's day with your feelings and no, no one really gets a choice about seeing it. You don't get, a, you don't get a, a button that pops up and says like, hey, this person's having a really bad day. Do you want to also maybe get like a little dent in your day? Uh, because it's just another thing that you feel bad about. How awesome would that it. be though? Like that would be great functionality. But see, because the then you could. Nah. The thing is, then you could vent. Yes. And people would get like, "Oh, Joey's feeling shitty." They could say, "No, I don't want to do this today," and you would never know they said nothing. And the people that did say, "All right, I could do with Joey's shit today," would respond. And you'd still get some positive reinforcement or positive like conversation going from your venting, and you could feel like you're not spoiling anyone's fun because they opted in. I think that it, there's a twofold problem there. One. Because a technological problem, which is I don't think everyone knows how to tag their shit correctly, because some people are passive oh, yeah, yeah, no, and they I, think it's normal. of course. Yeah, yeah, Sporting events have proved that people can't tag what, things. <laughs> yeah, people can't tag things, but more importantly, emotionally, I don't think not everyone's ready to tag what's going on with them. Not everyone's no, not aware either. of what's going on with that. I, I know. know, I understand the technological limitations of this plan I have. Yes, but yeah. like. The hypothetical situation where it could work without any user input would be would it, do you think that would help? Do you think people I, would be I, more open to venting if they knew that people would only see their venting tweets if they opted in? I think that's exactly what Tumblr is. Tumblr, you're auto you're auto approving. Because to me, it seems like Tumblr is the emo kid of the internet right now. But it is that is be- that because your Tumblr feed tends to be a fewer number of people, or because just of the situation of Tumblr and that it's I think it's just because it's Tumblr. Okay. I think that's the overall, the universal take, hot take on Tumblr, which is that it's become sort of a thing where people go to get outraged or to 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 vent. That's why there tends to be more of that. So it, it definitely has become the anti-Reddit, where Reddit tends to be the the <laughs> the male. Um, let's yeah. see your like, show me your boobs type thing. Whereas Tumblr tends to be like the these are my boobs. I'm proud of them. Hashtag body positive. Yeah. And and that's and that's fine. I mean, that's sure. I, I'm yeah. I'm. I, I think that I, th- I, I think what weirds me out more is that people think either one of those could be a safe space in the sense of where you know, like it's like someone's not going to come make fun of you. Like it's the internet. Someone's always going to make fun of you. There's it's also no direct. There's no really direct applying on Tumblr. Which helps. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. you can't really harass someone on Tumblr easily. So not well, as can, easily as Facebook. Not, but not, not like Facebook and Twitter. Like, not in the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's and, true. And I might have a different view of Tumblr because I follow Tumblr via RSS feeds because I'm an ancient old man. Yeah. Like, I have, yeah. like, a handful of people whose who's Tumblr yeah. RSSs I've subscribed to in Feedly. And yeah. so I see them amongst other news items. It's well, like, here's AV Club. There's Ali's gift set of Chris Evans and Chris Helmsworth being goofy together then there's like some weird picture from Found and then there's Brian's Doctor Who pics so it's all a mix of things 
Okay, but, but talking about talking about stuff that gets mixed together and tagging things, uh, today earlier today, uh, wow, I didn't even think to bring this up. Earlier today on Facebook, uh, a friend of ours, John, posted a thing about how he wants to be an optimist. Oh, he yes, wants to be more optimistic. And and my response to him was, here's what I think will work. Here's like a, a proto worksheet that you got for this yeah. of how to fix this problem. And it's going to probably take you about 10 years to do this. I thought you said four to five. I think four to five is a bare minimum. I think ten. I think is you a- said you'll see improvements in four to five years or something. Yeah, I think you'll see improvements. I because I think that's. True. And he I went, it, "Oh, it great." Sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, I think I don't know. He had that tone because it was a text, but I'm pretty sure I'm, it was that tone. Yeah, pretty sure. I think generally, anytime, anywhere on the internet, when you say to someone like, "And this will improve in four to five years," the response is very sarcastic. Oh, good. Oh, great. Because that's it's the exact. But I'll have an iPhone 8s thing. by that point. What? But in four to five years, I'll have an iPhone 8s at that point, and as such, life should be different and wonderful and magical because I have a newer phone. But th- th- it's never going to fix my tooth pain. That's I know the problem. That. Like, that's the underlying problem. And I think that's the underlying problem with saying we're going to have happy internet and Saturn in it. Because if you don't blend them. There's going to be lots of people that are going to say, fuck it, I don't want to see sad internet ever. And I, I have enough sad shit going on in my life. I don't want to see sad internet. And and Because, I, I mean, we're, we're fundamentally huh. afraid of pain and discomfort and mental illness. And it takes a considerable amount of compassion and time and energy to be there for someone, anyone, that's suffering from the thing that, you're, that you particularly are worrying about. Like, I have trouble dealing with my grandparents because I'm scared of losing my mind and living as a codependent and, and doing all the things that my grandparents did until I grow old and die. I'm so like, glad they, all mine died before that happened. <sighs> Uh, but like, hmm. I just I, I'm watching the the thick of it. Yeah. Uh, and in season two, part of the issue with going on in season two, series two, because it's British, uh, is that the minister is trying to, even though he's uh, ultimately more about private schooling for special needs kids, mm-hmm. the his duty is now to talk about integration and say that's what has to happen. And so the part of the season is series is about his need to make that happen. And and you're talking about sad internet versus integrated internet made me think maybe we do need a sad internet. Like is integration I, I mean, I have not followed this in this stuff at all. Like for special needs children, is integration better or worse or neutral I than no separate clue. schooling? I have, I have, I have. No, when it comes to kids, I have no fucking clue. Okay. But when it comes to emotional stuff, I'm almost positive because I saw Inside Out <laughs> that I know that, that I, I know that you have to you have to have a blend of of all emotions. Individual people can't. absolutely do. I'm, there's no question. Yeah. Um. And but you're saying if you saw Michelle's thing that I've shared from Michelle, like the the, the researches that worked for Inside Out for these, the the, mm-hmm. the it was all very interesting. How sadness is a very crucial part. And yeah. status and depression are extremely different things. But like, I'm just curious. I, 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 there are places in the internet to to vent your sadness that exist that I don't use. I don't know if you use, but like, we don't no. use those. And like, I'm just wondering if if we're making a mountain of molehill. And like, maybe there are strong, robust communities of places where you can vent your sadness and still use Twitter. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't want to go to those. Places. I, I'm not saying I want to either. I'm just wondering if. This is this is the again the integration versus special areas for whatever it's called. But like, I'm just curious well, if it's healthier to vent those in one place 
Yes. And deal with it and, and just live your life in another place. Anecdotal. And so maybe Twitter is where you live your life and whatever post secret is yeah. where you vent your sadness. And, 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 and maybe that's better? I don't know. I'm just wondering. I, I think that the people that would integrate well just do, and the people that wouldn't integrate well don't know that they're not integrating well because that's the fundamental problem. I, and I think that with me, like, all right, when when you were a kid, did you ever do, like, I, I feel bad throwing Tim under the bus, but Tim told a really good story last night about this, about how he did something really – Unless you, unless you, yeah, unless you put it on a USB stick from listening to it at some point. Oh, but I, okay, I'll, I'll be very or vague. Or put it on the CD. I'll be very vague in that Tim sure. told a story about when he was a kid and he did something really embarrassing and another kid turned to him and said, you know, you don't need to do that, right? And Tim was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, that's, he's like, here, here's a better way to do that. You're, you basically look like a moron. And, and Tim's response is like, oh man, like, like as a kid, he didn't think to be embarrassed. He automatically thought like, wow this is a game changer like this is really something like this is like it basically it related to you can use your fly on your pants you can you can you can uh, uh urinate through the fly and and it was a very embarrassing thing to hear as an adult because you're like oh my god how could you ever recover from something like that you would have to crawl up in a ball and die but as a kid the response was like oh yeah hey whatever like this is a better way to do this i don't think like and, uh, yet again to to provide more anecdata, last oh, night God. my my lady friend gasoline and anecdata in the same and, podcast. Oh, I know. You're so it's, yep, you're portmanteauing all over the place. I I feel like I just want you to be have the same amount of pain that I do, so you can <laughs> empathize with me. I love portmanteaus, but like it's weird hearing you use them like willy nilly. I I'm, I'm on medication. I'm throwing that's things fair, out. I'm fair. on. I, I took my, my allowed dosage of Advil today, so I'm all over that. Three? I think it's six. Was it six? Yeah, okay. Six. Oh, yeah, I'll leave it's yeah. probably three. Maybe at least two. Yeah. That's a little mm-hmm. too, a little too high yeah. test for me, so. All oh, is magic. <laughs> we stock up when the states. This broadcast brought to you by <laughs> pain relievers. <laughs> Anyways. Those are yeah, technically no. muscle relaxants. What, yeah, whatever. What I'm trying to say is that last night, my lady friend turned to me and she said, you were really funny tonight. Thank you for being funny. You're the funniest person I know. And wait, wait, wait. She, Funnier than me? Well, she doesn't really know you. <laughs> I'm just talking. Do we talk about it on the podcast? I don't remember. What? Well, do we talk about it on this podcast or we talk about it after Ali's podcast where apparently I was killing it in the last podcast and she thought I was funny and hysterical? Oh, yeah. No, she thinks you're way funnier than me on the podcast. Sure. But okay. In, in, in IRL, I'm doing, I'm doing better than you. Right I got more, that's good. I got that's good. That's the, important, that's the important place for yeah. you to be better than me. And that, that made my, my month. I think it's fair to right. say month. That, that, that someone that really cares about me and I really care about her, she thinks I'm really funny. That made me feel I think really you're really good. funny. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, is that, like... <sighs> I'm not sleeping with you? Is that the problem? No, it's not sleeping with me. It's just that, like, it was in that moment. Okay, so, like, the whole reason I would reach out on Twitter for love and support is not because I'm not getting a steady diet of love and support. Like, if anything, I'm getting, like, I'm getting love and support, and I'm doing better now than I've ever done before in my oh, life. Oh, I was assuming you were modeling that great. behavior. What? Like, you were, you were modeling putting it out there so that people could see that it's doable and you won't get ridiculed for it. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's more about that I should feel great and, and things don't always feel great. And, and that's it. Like something inside of me prevents me from feeling full of love and support. And, 
like, like similar to how ham dog can never get enough ham. It's not on the ham. It's on the dog. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's on me. Like it's something inside of me is broken or. No, no, it's not. Parents. I think, I think the people that are broken, are the people that feel fully fulfilled all the time. I think those are the sociopaths. The people that don't need external validation and feel wonderful all the time are sociopaths. I the rest of humanity is like, I feel okay. At, at the very best is that they feel okay. But like, I really wish someone else would like validate this thing I said and acknowledge this thing I made a joke with a little stronger and then feel anxious and upset about it and then like freak out. The only people that aren't full of like, or not at least have a base level of a certain amount of anxiety and apprehension are sociopaths. Yeah, but I mean, I look at my. You my might have more. I'm not going to argue that, but like. <laughs> But I, lo- I look at I look at my grandparents and I see they they don't like each other very much. And part of it is that my grandfather is always cracking jokes, and my grandmother looks at him and is just like, "Fuck you!" Like, I just that you're not funny. Stop trying to be funny. Like you, for the last sixty years, you haven't been funny. And and just like fuck off. And 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 I when so when the person that I care about and cares about me says like, "Hey, you're really funny. You're the funniest person I know." I, I just want you to be funny. Just keep being funny for the next, you know, however many years. Like, and you don't have to try very hard because that's just who you are. And Stephen I'm like, Colbert would rather be funny than smart. I agree with him. I, I totally agree. I with too. There's never a point in time where my significant other, any of my significant others, or any 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 lady friends that I've ever had, have said to me like, "You're not smart enough." But there's lots of times where they say that you're not funny enough. Or oh, there ever any person who's ever told you that has a dysfunctional sense of humor. I'm letting you know that now, like, that you are a funny person. You have a perfectly functional sense of humor. It is, it skews dark. Yes. Which obviously I appreciate. But like, your jokes are clearly jokes and understood as such by anyone of a certain level of intelligence. But it's the, it's the underlying, it's the underlying thing of I don't, I don't want any ham. I want the right ham. And yeah, Parma ham is better. Yeah, but I mean, like, with you... There's, the definitely, ham- there's definitely retweets and favorites I appreciate more on Facebook than others. Or not Facebook, on Twitter and, than others. And that's what I'm saying. If I went to Sad Internet, and they were just, you know, hawking out ham everywhere, it's just like, that's I don't true. want... That's true. It's unearned sympathy Sad on Sad Internet. Yeah, that, that's, it's, it's like saying, like, you're going to a soup kitchen, and, and you're like, hey, I'm homeless give me soup that's what they're there for they're gonna do that yeah. like hopefully and everything's gonna be okay it's a lot different like of course the prostitute's having a street. great orgasm she's been paid to do so <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's also a way to look at it <laughs> i like my i like my homeless metaphor a little better because it involves a, a homeless man coming up to me on the street and me having to overcome all of my feelings of like i'm i've genuine i'm an american so i genuinely afraid i'm afraid of becoming homeless because as an american if you don't have that in you you, you there's something might be you might there might be something wrong with you or you might be a billionaire but well, for the most I'm part sure there's lots of americans that don't think that's going to happen to them well i they, have like, a feeling that there's a fair amount of americans that are just scared like there's somewhere in them they're just scared that that man's going to show up at the door and they're going to go but bank took your house get the fuck out of here like that's, it, I mean, I can't I argue with that. I'm not an American. Yeah, no, but I, like, I'm just saying we like, have banks. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that, like, for example, but we we did not have the predatory lending you guys had. Like, we didn't have any yeah. of that stuff. So that's why we, I, we I coasted through that recession just fine. Yeah, I don't think people in Canada are worried like the people in America no. are. 
at least and, from my experience. And even if we were, like, we have healthcare and other things that will help us not die without a yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think I've ever, as a Canadian, I don't think I would ever walk up to someone and be like, oh, God, I could also be homeless like this person. I think it's like, how can I help this person? And that's the thing. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the beauty of that society that you live in, that you can walk up to someone and the first thought isn't about you. It's about how can I help this person? Uh, unfortunately, you know, lots of our homeless people are mentally ill. And we're released yeah, as such, which is unfortunate. Too. But like, I you know, of course, yeah. like there is always going to be, because of circumstances, a large mentally ill population in the homeless community. We'll but I, I think, but like in 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 Quebec at least, like at some point there's like, we're not going to house you anymore, so we're just going to shut those hospitals down, and you're going to have to go deal with it. And now they're dealing with it. Yeah. Hmm. I I don't know what the I, I as a I don't know I'm not a Canadian so I don't know. I would just say that to show that Canada isn't perfect in the yeah. care of its people. I'm just trying I'm trying to move back to trying to put a cap on this to figure sure. out what it is that we would need or how we would even go about this about integrating sad internet and happy internet in a way that people might actually get help because I don't think now I'm, the more I'm really going over this I don't think it's possible really truly possible. To get the right kind of ham on the internet, I I don't think it is. You know, 140 characters is the issue, and I'd like I think Twitter's the vehicle most well suited to that kind of thing. Yeah, in the way it presents information to you, but because of the restrictions of 140 characters, it's not. If if, if Twitter had an unlimited message size, it would be the way to do this. Yeah, but, but like but, because it doesn't, you can't possibly. Say what needs to be said in 140 characters, and splitting You're up over multiple, response, multiple messages breaks the message. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. And yeah. Facebook is not the place to do it, and Tumblr is not the place to do it because you can't really have a discussion on Tumblr. Facebook at uh, Twitter's the place to have like Twitter's the place to have this happen, but like it's not. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because of the 140 character limit. So you're saying we need – it's not so much that we need an emotional internet. It's just that we need a new social media network that is about actually talking about what's going on inside of you. Yeah, but the, the problem is the, the beauty of the 140-character limit is that it forces conciseness, which is great for a lot of things. But it's terrible for a few things, and it's those few things which aren't really enough to support a social network. Yes. And without that hook – like that is a hook for Twitter. It is. Uh, without that hook, I don't know if anything else would get traction. Like Elo or whatever isn't going to work. Yeah, I don't. Like, and, I don't want to be involved. Google with that Plus is. is more like Facebook than it is like Twitter. Like all those. Like there's, yeah. there's Facebook knockoffs and there's Twitter knockoffs. But like, I I just feel like they're not going away. I feel like we're stuck with these things, which is depressing. And I don't think we can. I don't think being able to express sadness and feelings in enough characters is going to be enough reason to draw people away from Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. feel like, and I'm a little upset about this, but like, I, I don't think that nuanced conversation is enough of a reason for people to switch social networks at this point. No, no, no. Because again, you, you and, and and you can do that on Facebook. You really can, because you have like an unlimited amount of conversation, like thing to have. You can like you can create, you can do that to a better extent on Facebook. But like, Facebook is not the place to really share that kind of information because it's yeah Facebook. but uh, i think i think that's the problem of like i said uh, it's got to be the right kind of people yeah because i'm i'm willingly with john 
if John was like, hey, I like what you had to say, let's talk about it in detail over the next four years, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I got that kind of time, of you're a cool dude, so yeah, let's do that, that's fine. I mean, we or have if- email, which is the issue, like, we have email, which is a great way to, like, go Keep offline, connected. Yeah, which yeah. isn't really, but, like, now there's, like, it used to be go offline was talking person, now go offline is, like, I will talk in less immediate form. Yeah, that uh, with with the. I was supposed to texts or emails. Well, the, with the lady, we usually say that a phone call is something that deserves a return. Like if 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 she calls me or I call her, it's like this is something that we need to deal with right away. Sure. A text is something that's like you know within the next hour or so, or you know whenever you get around to it is <laughs> is good. But an email is like an email is basically what a paper letter used to be, which is you get it in the mail, and if you want to reply to it, cool. If not, that's also cool. Yeah. It's fine. And what matters is that you read it and you enjoy whatever we sent over, and that's that's it. Like because she doesn't even have it. Email notifications on, so I don't. I never expect her to get that right away, mm-hmm. and like we have a very slow internet relationship, and I and I like that. I'm. Mean, it's really That's helping totally me reasonable. to be less. Yeah, it's really helping me to be less stressed because in the past, even in the past with this particular lady friend, it was something where it's like well, you get a text, you got to answer it right away. And I'm like, and that would stress me that's, out. That's like, Michelle's. Oh. Michelle gets very upset when her friends don't answer, like especially if they've answered the first text right away. And get into a yeah, conversation okay. and don't answer the yeah. second text right away. She gets pissed. That's fair, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I can, as as the person I can, kids that does that, yeah, okay, that, like, I, I can definitely understand that. You get distracted in two seconds very easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I mean, and that's the other problem too is that maybe just maybe I need to find a better way to get my ham because. I don't know if it's my age or what it is, but lately I don't really want to vent. I don't want to say oh, I'm feeling either. sad. I want to say, you know, this is what's going on. I want a solution for it. Yeah. Because, I mean, even if someone responds back and they say, like, this is going to take four to five years, I'm not going to be happy. You know, I, I want it to be solved right away. That's why I'm going to Twitter or Facebook because I want it to be solved in the time it takes me to click like. But at the like I, I like I said, I mean, I want this pain to go away right away. I want to be able to take a pill and and be fine for the rest of my life and not have these problems. But I'm I've got the worksheet and there's nothing on the worksheet about a fucking pill. The worksheet says that this is something I got to work at and, and fix mm-hmm. over time. You know, same thing with my depression, same thing with my anxiety. These are not things that I I I know I could in theory take a pill for them, but I did that and it didn't work. So I had to do it the hard the quote unquote hard way, and the hard way sticks. The hard way is that's that's what all the studies are seem to show now is that the hard that yeah. is that the Canada doesn't cover any mental health. Recently, there was a study in Britain, I think, that I think it's five visits to a qualified therapist is better than medication for lots of broad mental disorders like anxiety issues and stuff like that. Lots of people have in yeah. mild dose, mild degrees. Mm-hmm. That five visits with the qualified therapist is is better than medication forever. And mm-hmm. that it show like, and that because medication is covered in Medicare, but uh, visits to the therapist are not. People are just like, oh, I'm on, I don't know the names of the Xanax or Pax or whatever the fuck they are now. Yeah. But like, I'm on those forever because that's what it is. But like, I I have friends that I'm sure would if they had some therapy who have been on mental antidepressants for decades at this point, like at least a decade at this point. I'm not that old, but like at least a decade at this point. Yeah. Could probably not be on them anymore because they've had some therapy and helped them get through those points and moved on with their lives. Like, well, or, not, or, and, I don't know. and not, yeah. sorry, moving on with their lives is, is minimizing it, but like, learned better tools to deal with that kind of stuff that makes them take the medication in the first place. And that doesn't, 
obviously doesn't apply to everyone. It obviously doesn't apply to severe cases, but like lots of people who are on medication would be more well suited to therapy or some medication to get through the therapy and then the therapy helps that they move on and they stop taking the medication. Like that is you the, hope. That is you hope. That's the best. Case are, are, and that's obviously not everyone, but like there was there were yeah. there, this this is what the study said is that like lots of specific like a certain kind of mental illness can be cured more readily or cured is the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Cured through therapy over pills. But for some reason, at least in Canada, pills are covered indefinitely and zero therapy is like no therapy is. And it would be so much cheaper to pay for five or 10 or whatever therapy sessions than for pills for the rest of someone's life. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's not a sexy, it's not a sexy ninja answer to. And and ideally it'd be pills while they're figuring it out. But like it would be pills in conjunction with things is the, I think the ideal situation for most people. But that was I got lucky in that I did the talk therapy and it I, I mean, I'm here. So yeah. it definitely helped. Uh, it definitely helped early on, even though it didn't seem like it was. And and then certainly later. But now I feel like I've gotten to the point of where it just fucking scares me a little that the answer is the, the answer to these problems are, oh, you don't feel good or you're sad or something's wrong. Go to a therapist. Because if for the same reason that people say like, oh, well, you know, this person can't yeah, but find like a if job, go if back you're, to college. No, but like you if know? your back hurts or if yeah. you have a toothache, you go to the dentist or the chiropractor or the masseuse. But like you should be able to talk to someone for an hour now and then as part of your general and mental well-being. But I don't but I don't know what I'm saying. I is think I don't everyone would be better for that. Day- no, I, you're right. I, I do, I'm a big fan of therapy. I'm not gonna. That's I'm, I'm and I've never been. Like I have yeah. no opinion on therapy whatsoever. Yeah. Really, like I have no firsthand opinion, and I probably yeah. should go honestly, but like I don't because well, I have to pay see, for it. But but see, that's what I'm saying. Is that like you're saying I should go, but I don't. I feel like if if you say like well I should go, but I don't, and I'm basically okay. I feel like those are the kinds of things that years ago and possibly even still. Lots of people would go to their friends and be like, hey, do you have a worksheet? Like, do you got any worksheets kicking around for this? Because I got this fucking thing wrong. I know you're not a doctor, and I'm not a doctor either. But I feel like in our group of friends, we can handle this shit instead of instead of involving a therapist. Instead of saying, like, the very Kyle Kinane thing of saying, but, like, you pay your therapist how much? If you bought me a burrito every week, I'd sit and listen to you for an hour. And, like, that's, you know. Again, I've, I've never been, I, I, that's the way to simplify. Everyone talks about simplifying things. Like, it's really just a place to vent. And I'm sure that is part of it. But like, if that was covered by Medicare or whatever, like in Canada, Medicare, like that would be something that no one would judge for like you taking your five yearly visits to a therapist, say, like, or six, like once every sure. two months, yeah. you get an hour with the therapist. If you want it, you can take it. And, and just having that as something that's part of the free healthcare system in Canada would reduce the stigma significantly because that would validate it as a real thing that people need. Yeah. I know they also have the tools as well. Exactly. That's the thing. Like that's, it, that's the thing. You gotta have the tools. I know that. But it, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is like people. I think we all do to some extent, whether we talk to our friends about it or not. I think if you take ten people and put them in a room together, they're gonna have enough of a toolbox together to make. But when are you gonna get ten friends together? Facebook. No, it's not. <laughs> that's like, what I'm that's saying. Facebook yeah. and Twitter aren't the place to like. Yeah. A face to face. Therapy is not the same thing as 10 people on Facebook. It's not the same thing as being in person and hanging out and talking face to face. It's great for lots of people if you're introverted and it gets you out there, but it's Mm -hmm. not as good as sitting with someone you trust and love and talking about things in person ever. 
ever. And I don't mean anyone in person, but like it's someone you must trust and love and be comfortable being open with. If you're with someone that in person, that is a better place to be than talking on Twitter or Facebook about anything ever. Yeah. And that's what, and, and even if you have to pay someone to do that, like a therapist, or if it's care of Medicare or whatever, that's like, that's someone that is going to be that person six times a year or whatever the fuck it is. Like that, that's, I think that's something that needs to happen. I think it's going to happen in, in my lifetime. Like I think legalizing pot's going to happen in my lifetime. But like I think, I think we are going in the direction where we are understanding more about people and are generally becoming more better or we're becoming better, generally speaking. But but in the meantime, how am I getting my love and support? That's my question. Because I don't give a shit about like that's when I'm when I'm you going on the internet. You gotta find three or four good people to help you, and that's more have, key. And you have that. You have you have you got you got me. You got Aline. You got Tim. You got Pete. You got you have your lady friend. You have people, and you you can't like the thousand or so people. I don't know how many people follow you now, but like the however many people follow you are not those people. You need to have a a small close knit group of friends to talk to about that kind of stuff and. I don't think Twitter and Facebook is the place to do that for anyone. It'd be nice to be able to like yeah. feel comfortable at least venting a little, not venting, but like, no, I don't want to vent. I just want to not just venting, go, but I like just saying want to like, open my arms and get a hug. That's all. But not That's like, but, but saying that you, this, this, like, say you have this weird thought about the world that's a little blah and a little negative, but you're saying it in a way that's like, if you want to say that thought, oh, like a complete thought, that's, that makes sense. If we just want to go, I'm sad. Maybe Facebook is the place for that. Like, it might, that might be for your close knit group of friends. But like, if you have an idea that is a bit of a bummer, I think that should be safe to share on social media. Oh, we'll see. This is I think ongoing. that, like, I, I think mean... as long as it's a complete thought in 140 characters or a reasonable length for Facebook, starting tomorrow, and not, and not that everything has to be couched in a joke or like the onions version of this thing or like super outraged that you can get like it doesn't have to necessarily stoke the 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 passionate emotions of joy and anger it can also stoke sadness the same way that's as that's that's as valid to share sadness as it is to share joy and anger and disgust and (laughs) i forget the last head in inside out but like, I think I think it fear. I think it nailed it. Fear. There. But like, I I just yeah. feel like all those all. I think we should feel as comfortable sharing all five of the emotions in incomplete thoughts on Facebook and Twitter as we do anything else, as long as we are like, and, and we should all feel comfortable talking about those things because we all feel sad sometimes. We all feel disgust and fear and all those things sometimes. But it seems like right now it's only joy, anger, and disgust get the limelight. And fear and sadness get dick. It is July of 2015 right now. Yeah. I will check back in, let's say, September. <laughs> and I will tell you how this is going. I will I will make a conscious effort to put out more of my diverse range of emotions on the internet. Instead of just saying that I want to hug, I will put my shit out there. And I will use analytics to track it. And I will see what is actually going on. But try to make it complete encapsulated like it still try. has to be like we always frame our joy uh, f- uh, fear uh, joy disgust anger in like you have to you have to focus your sadness and fear in the same way as you I'm would gonna, the other emotions i'm gonna try to each tweet i will try to limit it to one emotion okay we'll come back to this we'll come back to this 
Because now I feel I feel I, I went into this pretty confident that I had a point and that I was right, and now I got no fucking clue. So that's, that's I mean, what I do. I, I muddle yeah. points. Well, that's why I come here with uh, that's why I come here with these things. So yeah, we'll we'll try it out. We'll shop, workshop it, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll we'll figure it out. So I I, I, I feel like your results are going to be that anger and joy do a lot better than the other ones. I think disgust is going to do the best. I, I I think joy might do the best. I think disgust might do the second best. You're right. I think disgust might do better than anger. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But well, until we won't. then, we'll have, we'll have some fun with it though. We'll have some fun with it. Yeah. Until well, you're going to do it too. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good, as good at crafting things as you are. At crafting bomos of things as you are. Ooh, ooh, that that might be that might be the right kind of ham I needed today. We'll see. We still have. You, we still you have are there. the writer of the two of us, my friend. Like that, that is for I, sure I the case. I know, but that's but that's said to someone who has. I, I am the idea bouncer. So. Is what I am. I am very good at bouncing. And so, uh, I am Joey. And with me, as always, is Ryan at Gobo on Twitter, and he's at Joey Halfleck on Twitter. I am at Joey Halfleck on Twitter, and you can find us both at Internet BFs on yes. Twitter. And until next time, we love you all. Take care.